Hear ye, hear ye. It's January 2nd, 2023. I'm Kim. And the 2022 Frog of the Year will be announced in this episode. That's right. Once again, you voted. And now we are honored to present your top five favorite frogs of 2022. The competition was close this year, but only one frog can be the frog of the year. Let's kick things off with your number five pick for frog of the year. This spot goes to the spring peeper. Sam says they voted for the spring peeper because, quote, I grew up listening to spring peepers. I would fall asleep listening to their beautiful harmony of croaks, and I don't think I'll ever forget that sound. Frog of the Week's own Jillian says, Spring peeper is my favorite because there is a creek behind my apartment I could hear the peepers while I was working this year, and it was such lovely background noise. Finally, Nathan sums it up perfectly. Great name. Great call. Unforgettable frog. Next up, coming in at number four, we have the bumblebee poison dart frog. This is Nava's favorite frog because, quote, I like the striped pattern. Similarly, Hayden says, such fun colors, and the fact that they take naps during the winter, very relatable. Also, looks really cute as a tattoo on my leg. Hayden, we'd love to see a photo of your tattoo, if you're willing to share. Before we crown our winner, we're excited to present a little audio treat. Frogs are commonly found in the folklore of many traditions, symbolizing concepts such as fertility, transformation, and the bridging of different worlds. Therefore, in honor of Fodi and the new year, I'd like to read you a story. It's one you've probably heard before, in one form or another, featuring music from Tales Under the Oak Please enjoy this reading of The Frog Prince, as told by the Brothers Grimm. Long ago, when wishes often came true, there lived a king whose daughters were all beautiful, but the youngest was so beautiful 
that the son himself, who has seen everything, was bemused every time he shone over her because of her beauty. Near the royal castle, there was a great dark wood, and in the wood, under an old linden tree, was a well. And when the day was hot, the king's daughter used to go forth into the wood and sit by the brink of the cool well. And if the time seemed long, she would take out a golden ball and throw it up and catch it again. And this was her favorite pastime. Now it happened one day that the golden ball, instead of falling back into the maiden's little hand which had sent it aloft, dropped to the ground near the edge of the well and rolled in. The king's daughter followed it with her eyes as it sank, but the well was deep, so deep that the bottom could not be seen. Then she began to weep, and she wept and wept as if she could never be comforted. And in the midst of her weeping, she heard a voice saying to her, what ails you, king's daughter? Your tears would melt the heart of a stone. And when she looked to see where the voice came from, there was nothing but a frog stretching his thick, ugly head out of the water. Oh, is it you, old waddler, she said? I weep because my golden ball has fallen into the well. Never mind, do not weep, answered the frog. I can help you. But what will you give me if I fetch up your ball again? Whatever you like, dear frog, said she. Any of my clothes, my pearls or jewels, even the golden crown that I wear. Your clothes, your pearls and jewels, and your golden crown are not for me, answered the frog. But if you would love me and have me for your companion and playfellow and let me sit by you at table and eat from your plate and drink from your cup and sleep in your little bed, if you would promise me all of this, then I would dive below the water and fetch you your golden ball again. Oh yes, she answered. I will promise it all, whatever you want, if you will only get me my ball again. But she thought to herself, what nonsense he talks. As if he could do anything but sit in the water and croak with the other frogs possibly be anyone's companion. But the frog, as soon as he heard her promise, drew his head under the water and sank down out of sight. After a while, 
he came to the surface again with the ball in his mouth, and he threw it onto the grass. The king's daughter was overjoyed to see her pretty plaything again, and she caught it up and ran off with it. Stop, stop, cried the frog. Take me up too. I cannot run as fast as you. But it was of no use, for croak, croak after her as he might. She would not listen to him, but made haste home, and very soon forgot all about the poor frog, who had to betake himself to his well again. Ranking third on your list for Frog of the Year, it's the Turtle Frog. Believe it or not, although it ranked high enough to place, the Turtle Frog was nobody's number one Frog of the Year. Therefore, we don't have any listener comments to share about the Turtle Frog. But instead, here are some comments I found in the Frog of the Week team discord about the turtle frog. I said, I just Googled the frog to start writing the episode and said, oh God, out loud. AJ said, I have finally looked up the frog. It looks sticky. Bolt said, it really looks hard boiled. Jill said, I can't believe you posted unspoilered turtle frog. Some crimes can never be forgiven. Ness said, hot take. It's so ugly that it's cute. And finally, one more quote from Bolt. The turtle frog just lost us three followers on Twitter. next day. When the king's daughter was sitting at table with the king and all the court, and eating from her golden plate, there came something pitter-patter up the marble stairs, and then there came a knocking at the door, and a voice crying, youngest king's daughter, let me in. She got up and ran to see who it could be, but when she opened the door, there was the frog sitting outside. Then she shut the door hastily and went back to her seat, feeling very uneasy. The king noticed how quickly her heart was beating and said, My child, what are you afraid of? Is there a giant standing at the door? ready to carry you away? Oh no, answered she, no giant, but a horrid frog. And what does the frog want? asked the king. Oh dear father, answered she, when I was sitting by the well yesterday and playing with my golden ball, 
it fell into the water. And while I was crying for the loss of it, the frog came and got it again for me, on condition I would let him be my companion. But I never thought that he could leave the water and come after me. But now there he is outside the door, and he wants to come in to me. And then they all heard him knocking a second time and crying, Youngest king's daughter, open to me. By the well water, what promised you me? Youngest king's daughter, now open to me. That which thou hast promised must thou perform, said the king. So go now and let him in. So she went and opened the door, and the frog hopped in, following at her heels till she reached her chair. Then he stopped and cried, Lift me up to sit by you. But she delayed doing so until the king ordered her. When once the frog was on the chair, he wanted to get on the table. And there he sat and said, now push your golden plate a little nearer, so that we may eat together. And so she did. But everybody might see how unwilling she was. The frog feasted heartily, but every morsel seemed to stick in her throat. I have had enough now, said the frog at last. And as I am tired, you must carry me to your room. Make ready your silken bed and we will lie down and go to sleep. Then the king's daughter began to weep and was afraid of the cold frog, that nothing would satisfy him, but he must sleep in her pretty clean bed. Now the king grew angry with her, saying, That which thou hast promised in thy time of necessity must thou now perform. So she picked up the frog with her finger and thumb, carried him upstairs and put him in a corner. When she had lain down to sleep, he came creeping up, saying, I am tired, and I want to sleep as well as you. Take me up, or I will tell your father. Then she felt beside herself with rage, and picking him up, she threw him with all her strength against the wall, crying, now will you be quiet, you horrid frog. But as he fell, he ceased to be a frog and became all at once a prince with beautiful, kind eyes. Time for your runner-up. Coming in second place, just one point shy of the winner, we have the Strawberry Poison Dart Frog. Harley chose this frog because of its natural beauty, while another anonymous listener chose it because of its name, 
Surprisingly, nobody pointed out my favorite thing about this frog. The fact that it looks like it's wearing blue jeans. It came to pass that with her father's consent, they became bride and bridegroom. And he told her how a wicked witch had bound him by her spells, and how no one but she alone could have released him, and that they two would go together to his father's kingdom. There came to the door a carriage drawn by eight white horses, with white plumes on their heads, and with golden harness. And behind the carriage was standing faithful Henry, the servant of the young prince. Now faithful Henry had suffered such care and pain when his master was turned into a frog that he had been obliged to wear three iron bands over his heart to keep it from breaking with trouble and anxiety. When the carriage started to take the prince to his kingdom, and faithful Henry had helped them both in, he got up behind and was full of joy at his master's deliverance. And when they had gone part of the way, the prince heard a sound at the back of the carriage, as if something had broken. He turned round and cried, Henry, the wheel must be breaking. But Henry answered, The wheel does not break. Tis the band round my heart that to lessen its ache, when I grieved for your sake, I bound round my heart. Again and yet once again, there was the same sound, and the prince thought it must be the wheel breaking but it was the breaking of the other bands from faithful Henry's heart because he was so relieved and happy. The End Finally, the moment you've all been waiting for has arrived. Your number one pick by one vote. The frog of the year is the galaxy frog. Miss Vickery's fifth grade class chose this frog as their favorite because, quote, it looks like the stars. Amelia had similar reasons, saying, I like the galaxy frog because it looks like the whole universe is on his back and the sun is on his little belly. And finally, Dooski says, the 
galaxy frog looks as if it is not of this earth, but rather a friendly diplomat from a planet of frogs. And we would do well to foster such a cosmic friendship. I couldn't agree more, but it's important to remember that the galaxy frog is a part of our natural world and one that is currently threatened with extinction. We owe it to them and to all other species, including ourselves, to take care of this planet that we all share. If I leave you with one thought to close out 2022, let it be this. It is never too late to grow, to change, to make yourself better, or to make the world a better place. And that's the Frog of the Year. Thank you to everyone who voted and shared their thoughts about their favorite frogs. I'd also like to thank the rest of the Frog of the Week team. Vanessa, Jill, Bolt, and AJ. It's been a privilege to spend another year working together with you all to create something truly special. Thank you also to our friends at the Worst Garbage Podcast Network for their continued support. To check out the other shows on the network or to join our Discord, go to theworstgarbage.online. And finally, last but not least, thank you to all of our fantastic listeners. This year, we've received so many wonderful messages from listeners of all ages all over the world. It means so much to us that you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoy making it. Wishing you all a safe, happy, and healthy 2023. We'll be back with more frogs next week. See you then.